Welcome to our um, trade deadline recap episode. Um, there's a lot of a lot of stuff went down yesterday. Um, probably the most active deadline we've had that I can remember. I'm putting it above the 2018 one where LeBron basically gutted the whole Cavs team. Okay. Right. What do you think? I mean, nah, this one this one had a block like I a mean big blockbuster. Like so it's it's different. Yeah. I feel like last year's I don't even I couldn't tell you one trade sure. off the top of my head. Like, I mean, yeah, the the Gasol trade yeah, a couple of years ago was Aaron big Gordon. because I think it was the biggest one. Oh yeah, Aaron Gordon. Okay. That seemed yeah. big in the moment, but like didn't really amount to anything and seems and like then it just turned out to Right. Yeah, it seems like the one today definitely will. Um, okay. I, I don't think we've well. seen like stars of like the level of Harden and Simmons like get traded on a trade deadline in yeah. a long, long time. Yeah. Um, setting up my computer here. Okay. Um, but biggest. <laughs> we are professional. <laughs> biggest trade. Yeah. <laughs> biggest trade that went down. Um, Harden for Simmons. There's a lot to talk about with this. Um, I, I guess my first question is, did you think this was going to happen day of? No, not at all. I didn't either. And then I thought it was going to fizzle out. I thought we were, yeah, they were hyping it up. Windhorse was adamant, which props to Windhorse, man. He's a yeah, I really, <laughs> I really thought he was on the wrong side of it because yeah. the day before. Well, Woj. Yeah. Yeah, Woj was like not happening at least right now. They're not even in talks, apparently. And then yeah. when Horse was like, no, they're definitely talking. And then, like, the morning of, he said, Harden wants a trade. He wants it with the Sixers, and he wants it today. And, like, apparently Harden FaceTimed the Nets owner, Joe Sy and uh, Sean Marks, and, like, told them that he wanted out, and they got it done. Um, who won the trade? Ooh. Because um, I... it's very interesting. I think Brooklyn won the trade. I but, agree. Uh, yeah, but it's very close. And it there's so many unknowns about what's going to happen is the problem. Well, we, I don't the, know the, the last Simmons hardened will. trade, we kind of nailed, I mean, who won the trade. Because in the moment, we were yeah. like, the Cavs picked up Jared Allen for like nothing, basically. And yeah. that's worked out great. So um People sort of jump to conclusions when this when these things happen, and if you see the bigger picture, um, this is obviously an unprecedented situ- unprecedented situation that the Sixers are in, where you have this this guy making you know in the thirties millions of dollars, um, giving you nothing, and so you have to think, yes, both teams got better because of this trade. Um, and we're not because- talking about Tobias Harris. No, <laughs> we're talking about sense. <laughs> That's good. Um, and you know what what version of Harden are they getting hard to say Harden's yet he hasn't he didn't sign the extension with the Nets and that that's sort of what set off this whole discussion about well what could could he be traded and that was not something that was even on my radar at the time but um he has been loafing around back to his old self um, a little bit generous. when he wanted to get out of Houston. <laughs> the, the, the loafing around he's been doing is honestly worse than what he was doing in Houston, I, I think. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, like there were a couple games in Houston where he like actually played. Yeah, like Houston, like that season when he played the first couple games and then got traded 
I mean, he, he got traded in like January, but like he was just not playing for a while, but there were, there were games where he would like play and like be great even towards the very end. But um, he had four points, I think in his last Nets game, two for 11 shooting. Um, the defensive effort is like back to what people used to post videos of on Twitter in like 2014. Um, yep. That was bad. And now he's linked up with this guy, Maury, who always said that he was going to only trade Simmons for a superstar. That's exactly what happened. Um, I think we should talk about the Sixers side first and then move over to the Nets. Um, If you're a Sixers fan, you're happier than you were before because Simmons, I think. The, the hatred and the vitriol had just gotten to a boiling point. Um, all the stuff that we were hearing about Simmons in return was like, it had kind of gone silent lately. And about like about him seeing a psychiatrist, therapist, things like that. Um, now you're getting hard and you get, you get someone who can actually help you. Um, I think the best, the best version of this is going to be um, Harden being this like, late game closer because that's what they've needed and that's why they lost that's really i mean they lost the hawks series because trey was amazing because um because of simmons being you know it's because of tobias harris there's a lot of reasons but i think i think a big reason is that they their offense sort of shuts down in these late game moments if you're able to double team and beat or at least like double team him on the catch and then kind of go away. Like, like we've seen Boston do in recent years, um, that can really bog you down. And I think if they have Harden in this role where he can be a late game closer, that can really help them at a minimum. And then Harden and Bede pick and roll. I don't know what that looks like. I think it's, I think there's no question this is going to help and spacing wise. So, yeah. I mean, what, what do you, what are your thoughts? Like, how, how do you think this offense is going to look like, do you think it's going to be, and be like hard and like throwing it into an Embiid post up just seems really weird, like to me. Yeah, no, it does, and it's sort of weird to think about the logistics of what actually happens on the court because they're both uh, very ball dominant, um, and Embiid's not really the kind of center that Harden likes to play with, right? In the sense that it's not, he's not really a traditional like role threat, if that makes sense. He's not your Mm -hmm. Capella like you had in Houston. He's not even really that uh, Blake Griffin or DeAndre Jordan that that he had in Brooklyn for a little bit, right? Where it's purely a lob threat. Um, But at the same time, like, I'm so curious to see what happens if you have Harden coming into pick and rolls with a guy that can pop out that draws yeah. as much attention really never had that before like right and i don't and, know what the, i don't know if that looks like hardened layups like a layup line for harden just because guys are gonna have to overplay to Embiid a little bit um you can't really hedge anything because the ball is just gonna get into Embiid, and then it's like Embiid on like a, essentially like a i guess he's just rolling to the rim and so you're either getting like a corner three out of it or you're getting like an Embiid layup or foul so, like, I don't know how you play that pick and roll defensively, but I also don't know what that looks like because Harden's never done it before, uh, as far as I can remember, right? Like, even going back to early Houston days, he was doing it with, what, Dwight Howard for the most part, right? So, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's going to be fun, I think. Um, the offense, yeah, like you said, it does get bogged down. And, like, Harden 
if he's playing like Harden, is probably the perfect guy to be in a bogged down offense late in games. Houston did the same thing and just kind of relied on Harden bailing them out, and he did. And so I, I think that works. Uh, I think it, it's such a huge load off Embiid's shoulders um, just to not have to kind of dictate the offense all the time. Um, and I think it's going to open up a lot of space for, you know, even a guy like, like Tobias, who we've made a lot of fun of over the years. Um, but I think it helps him. No, I mean, um. definitely does, yeah. <laughs> but I think this is going to help up open up space for guys like him. Uh, Maxie's going to have a lot more space to work with too. So I, I don't think it's a negative for them. Um, so I, I don't know. It's just very curious. I, I don't know what the two man like actions look like with Embiid and Harden. Um, but I mean, they have the potential to be just like game changers, like just unstoppable for pretty much any team, yeah. like not named Milwaukee, I, I would think. And even Milwaukee, I think is going to struggle with them. I think Milwaukee's going to struggle with Harden. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they can be, I think can be and Giannis pretty much cancel each other out at this point, but yeah. Um, yeah. The Harden stuff can be problematic. We'll, t- we'll, I'm sure we'll get into that at some point, but that's, that's, a. I mean, the East now is just like. Pick your poison. Gauntlet. It's, we it's, call the West the gauntlet. Yeah, for it's like officially the last four better years. than the West. I think we yes. can say that. Um, I've been hesitant to say it for years, but this is this is the no, time. Now it is. Um, it just is. I like what you said about Embiid being the role guy, like Capella, like Harden said before. He can do that. He can do so much more too. Um, the the pick and pop stuff. The amount just the Lots amount of things. fouls between yeah. them that they're going to draw, like. That's an extra, it's going to be just extra points that the Sixers are going to be able to get, and they still have a good defensive team, um, especially if Harden can buy in on that end. I'm, I'm assuming they're just going to stick them on the weakest opposing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, threat. you have Matisse. They were able to keep Matisse, which was the big thing in the trade. Yeah, like, that was – like, was fine. I would have probably not done the trade if it, yeah. was, if it was Matisse or, or Maxi with Curry um, or instead yeah. of Curry. So – um, in that like Drummond slot that they that they traded away too, but um, their big picture, Harden is Harden has opted in because of this trade to his forty seven a year option. Um, and thank you Spot Track for this. I don't know why I never used Spot Track before, but this is easily it's the best so site helpful. for like looking at this stuff. Um, and now he's <laughs> set to before? have. I just, I don't even know. I would just like look it up every time yeah, or like oh, basketball yeah. reference, maybe if that even, <laughs> if it even has that stuff, but spot track's great for the I trades. Get, uh, yeah. So, spot track's so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. It shows you how much everybody's making. Like, right. It's great. Um, so now he's set to sign this five year, $275 million contract that you have to think there was a wink, wink, handshake under the table agreement when this trade went through that he's going to get that from the Sixers when his current one expires. That's going to be paying him $60 million at some point. There is a chance that this, that this becomes the worst contract in NBA history. And I'm not even, I'm not exactly. I think Westbrook plus some. Westbrook (laughs) plus 20 million could be the end of this. If, if Harden's, you know, I don't know how exactly how old he is right now. I'd probably guess 33. I'm checking that right now. 31? He is 32. Uh, okay. So in the middle. Yeah. But um, so at the end of that contract, it's going to be 37. And pretty brutal. That could be problematic for them. But, you know, Maury is not 
has not been afraid to leverage his future like that. Um, he did it in Houston more than a few times. So yeah. I think um, I'm not worried about any of these other Sixers pieces like Maxi fitting in with this, I don't think Harden's really hard to play with. Um, I don't, I don't see Maxi. Maxi's not a guy who needs the ball. He's sort of like attacking off the catch anyway, hitting spot ups, Tybalt. You're not going to hear a complaint out of him. Um, The fact that they were able to keep him goes a long way because he's someone that you can, you can stick on, you know, sort of similar to Mikhail Bridges. You can stick on to, uh, I don't know, like Any Darius Garland, wing, like Kamala whoever Bird, you're playing yeah. in the, yeah, whoever you're playing in the series, like yeah, I mean, even like Reed. a Middleton, Drew, yeah. if they need, yeah, Kyrie, like that. So, yeah, Kyrie, um, <laughs> the Nets, the Nets and Sixers play on March 10th in Philly, which is going to be must-watch television. Um, we'll see if Simmons is back. I hope Simmons has something thrown at him. That would be like that would make my day. I'm a Ben Simmons sympathizer. I love the man, but I want Philadelphia crowd to just go nuts. It's gonna be weird because they're gonna be like hating Simmons. It's a big game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just a lot of, gonna feel a like lot of angles. A beyond the playoff game. Yeah. I cannot it's wait. <laughs> once in a lifetime. Um, do you have anything more on the Sixers side of this before we get to the Nets? Because I think this, the Nets side is a little more interesting. And that side is a lot more interesting. I think the Sixers, yeah, this is pretty much seamless. This is what Maury's been going for uh, since day one of this Ben Simmons saga. Uh, I can't believe that he finally got it done, but he did. So props to him. And, and I mean, yeah, like you said, Harden's not a very difficult superstar to kind of fit in with. Um, I know he's gotten a bad rap over the past few years, but I mean, he's pretty much fit in with, with everyone that we would think wouldn't really be able to fit in with him. Guys that are ball dominant, Chris Paul and him, pushed the Warriors about as far as you any team could have pushed the Warriors. Um, that Nets team last year with all three of them healthy looked uh, – I, I don't want to say the best I basketball team about, ever. I want to talk about that but, in a second. Yeah, we could – yeah. But, I mean, I they were one of the most fun teams I've ever, ever watched in my lifetime for sure. Um, and I'm sure there's someone out there saying that, I oh, know they weren't as good as the 83 Celtics or something like that. But, uh, man, they were – they were so, so fun to watch. So, so good. And Harden, again, he just fits in. Um, I don't think it's really going to take away touches from Embiid. I think it's still Embiid's team. Um, but I think this just gives him the, the kind of star that he wanted, right? It's Ben Simmons's passing and all that, but with the scoring as well, uh, the closer aspect to it, like you said. And so I think he's gotten what he's wanted. Now they just got to deliver. Because um, now if that, like, uh, that, that team's a contender. Right. That team, I, I think people might make the case that that team is arguably the best out of the, the about four teams that we have circled as contenders. Right. Between Miami, Milwaukee, Brooklyn and, and them, I think there's a case that they are the, the top. Right. If MB is playing at the level that that he has been the past uh, month or so. There's a case. I probably put him second for now behind Milwaukee. I'd still put Milwaukee. But um, you like Milwaukee I that did, much? I do. I did want to talk about. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I really did a 180 on Milwaukee. Um, I, I did want to talk about this sort of the greatest hypothetical offensive basketball team that was ever put ever. together. We ever. saw we saw in that Celtics series what they could do. Every time those three played together, and I think it was only 16 games, um, they had like an offensive rating of 130. Um, the, even when it was just without – yeah, even when it even when it was just 
KD and Kyrie for the first two games in the Milwaukee series. They were killing them. Um, and now we're, it's done. The experiment's over. Um, it they lasted what, really, a year? It if lasted, not? it lasted, I guess, it, almost exactly a year, a little more, yeah. like 13 months. That's crazy. And the drama was all time high. You had Kyrie. There's so many sliding doors moments of this. Like you have to wonder if, if Harden doesn't get hurt in the opening minutes of game one, opening seconds, if, if, if Kyrie doesn't get stepped on, if Kyrie's foot doesn't get stepped on by Giannis, if Katie's, if Katie's shoe is one size smaller and he's behind the three point line on that shot, you know, if Kyrie takes the vaccine, like does anything this happen? There's so many ways. If Katie doesn't get hurt, for this yeah. long stretch, like all yeah. the stuff just sort of culminated into turning into a situation where, you know, you have to feel for KD, like making this big move, leaving Warriors, going to Brooklyn. And what does he have to show for it? Really nothing. And we'll, yeah. we'll see if um, we'll see what Simmons is able to do. But I, I guess I guess now is when we can talk about the, the Simmons stuff. Um, I don't know when we're going to see Ben Simmons. I would not think it's going to be for another, I think, two weeks. Um, really? I don't think he's going to be playing. as early as, like, next week. You think? I feel like he's, like, like what has he been doing this whole time? Like, he's been – Probably just working out by himself, I think. I feel like you need a – like, I'm not saying they're going to, like, put him in the G League for a couple of games. Nah, but, like, nah. how is that going to – it's going to be weird for a while until he gets fully back. Um, yeah, I do think the Nets still won the trade for this reason. Um, the amount of space that Ben Simmons is going to have on this team, if they're playing a lineup of Kyrie, Patty, Steph, Katie, and Ben, um, could be absurd. He's going to be able to to make passes, do what he wants to do. Uh, they have their primary defender now, so it doesn't have to all be on KD to shut down the best <laughs> perimeter player. Um, yeah. That helps a lot with KD's load. Um, and you get Curry back, just kind of a kind of as a throw-in, honestly. And he's someone right. that, that we've seen is, is able to create offense for himself, sort of like he's going to be like Patty Mills 2.0 in this offense. Yep. So exactly what um, I was thinking. <laughs> and they they kind of like doubled up Patty Mills. Now they have um, they took advantage of a team in Philly who had this the the, the most distressed asset ever. Like I mean, I think that's probably safe to say. Like he just wasn't gonna yeah. play. Um, and there was no end in sight. And they, I mean, I realized that Philly was probably the one that initiated this trade, but I think the Nets came out on on top because they got Simmons and two picks and Curry and Drummond, who Drummond is kind of being lost in this. And the Nets don't have a lot of options at center. And he's someone who can, you know, Embiid doesn't have a good backup now. And the the Nets were kind of just getting that as a throw-in. So how do you think Simmons fits in with this team? Um, I mean... You got to think, Katie. Katie's not gonna. Katie's not gonna be back till maybe the like final five games of the regular season. Like, uh, their right. seeding is gonna be is gonna be a little nuts here. But um, how do you think they, yeah. they match up? All of that. 
well, okay. I guess without KD, it's a little bit uh, weird, but I, I think it still works without KD because like you said, like he's going to have so much space to work with, which I don't even really think that he had even in his Philly years. I mean, you're basically, like you said, doubling up Patty Mills. Um, you have Kyrie, which I don't, think Philly has had a guard creator like Kyrie in the years that Ben was there. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Jimmy I might think have been anyone the closest has thing, had but a like guard creator quite like right. Kyrie ever. So yeah. <laughs> so I think uh yeah Ben is just gonna thrive because now you can kind of put him where he wants to be, which is down low. Um, and, and then you can also use him on uh, pick and rolls with like smaller guys. So I think it, it creates like an interesting option of like pick and pops with Curry with uh, Patty Mills and like that, that I guess like big little switch, which I, I don't like, it, it's hard to defend in the NBA. And like, even with the switchy offense that you have, um, I think that Kyrie's going to love it because now he has sort of this um, like Draymond-esque role guy. Uh, that he can play with and I think Ben's gonna love it because he's gonna have just surrounded by shooters I think the lineups are gonna have to be a little bit weird because now it's like well how do you factor in a guy like Bruce Brown right can you play Bruce Brown and Simmons at the same time and I would think the answer is no I'm gonna say maybe not say hard no on that (laughs) (laughs) right but I mean like that's the stuff that like I I think they're gonna you know kind of mess around with Um, even guys like Daron Sharp and um Edwards, right? You know, those two guys came a long way in the last few months. And it's going to be interesting to see how they fit in because neither of them really have much range. So it's like, well, how are they going to kind of fit in uh, if Simmons is also on the floor? Um, But like defensively, this is a game changer, I think, for Brooklyn because now, I mean, Edwards, we've seen has just been like, dare I say, an elite level defender um or at least like nearing that point um Simmons is an elite defender um he's defensive player of the candidate defensive player of the year candidate last two years uh arguably um no we should I think he should have won it last year too yeah yeah he definitely should have won it last year um and yeah like you said with Durant coming back that works um and yeah I mean Daron Sharps kind of proved himself uh Blake Griffin's had like a resurgence defensively too um so yeah uh, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think Brooklyn can kind of roll out a lot of size now, which is going to help, especially against the Milwaukee's and the Miami's of the world. Um, and I think it gives them a little bit more versatility because, again, like you're not I don't think you have to be married to playing Simmons a ton of minutes, especially with like the bench guys you're, you're trying to stagger him out with. Kyrie and KD kind of like how you're worried with Harden with like getting Simmons his touches I don't think you have to be as worried about that um yeah so so now you kind of exactly so now I think you're just kind of letting KD and Kyrie work and yeah again like you're kind of reliant on both of those guys staying healthy throughout the postseason which might be a lot to ask for uh given like recent injury history uh-huh. but uh and, and I, mean, I think vaccination status the, is the big thing the but. silly side of that is just as daunting i mean right exactly so i mean a lot of health related issues are kind of flare up in the playoffs again um but that's just how it is and i think you know this team works you know i, I don't think it's a problem i think simmons fits in with these guys and especially once katie comes back like i mean I, I really don't see where it's going to go, especially wrong again. Like you're just going to have to kind of mix and match the lineups a little bit. And so like some of the younger guys that like, 
started playing well recently may not get as many minutes anymore. Yeah, like Cam Thomas gonna... might have to be like right, and Simmons is going to kind of take up those minutes. But like again, that you're getting an elite level defender that if he's anywhere close to the shape that he is last year is going to challenge for a defensive player of the year. Well, I guess probably not because he's not going to have enough games, but if he had enough games, he nope. would have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and then in the playoffs, again, like you have an option for like, take your pick of whatever team you want to pick, right? Miami with Jimmy, you have an option for that. Um, Milwaukee. Now your wall looks pretty damn good against Giannis, right? Middleton's going to like struggle to get it going. If you want to put Simmons just on Middleton to shut that down. Um, you know, if you're playing Philly now, right. I mean, Harden's not going to enjoy going up against Ben Simmons. Um, Trey didn't enjoy going up against Ben Simmons last year. So I, I don't know. I like this trade for, for the Nets. Um, I think it, it stops them from being this like incredible juggernaut of a team. This is going to outscore anybody yeah. you throw in front of them. But now they're probably more well-rounded, right? And I think they have different ways to win games now. And I think, like, if KD – and, like, KD's had this stretch of, what, like about five years of just incredible playoff performance after playoff performance, which if you factor that in, like, I don't think you need that third elite scorer to win these games, right? KD won a game against Milwaukee, almost two games against Milwaukee by himself right? With Harden walking around on one leg. So <laughs> I think they're going to be okay. Um, as long as they're healthy They're, I, I think they're still my favorite to come out of the East. Wow. Oh yeah. I'll go on set. Damn. I like, okay. yeah, I, I think they're better than Milwaukee. Milwaukee has, I think, I think they uh, match up better. I think they match up better than, with Milwaukee than either Miami or Philly does. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm not ready to go that far though. I, I um, I think, uh, I think Milwaukee yeah, I, has deep seated issues. <laughs> what that like what? Like winning the championship well, we'll last year? We'll <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, we'll talk about what they did on the margins, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess the is the only thing, but, um, yeah. So I think that Katie being out for this long, could be a good thing for Simmons. Um, if he's able to run this team where, you know, half the time he's not going to be with Kyrie. Um, and I think the fact, I think, I think the rule is going to change in like by April. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think for the playoffs, I, unless, I would have to think unless another variant pops up, which even with, I that, don't know. I mean, New York like, just took away its mask mandate. Yeah. Like, New York is kind of just rolling things kinda, back. Their mayor says a lot of things, but we'll see. Um, I think uh, I think if Ben Simmons is like able to just like run this team for like a month and really get into the groove of like NBA basketball, which is something that is being underrated here, um, it's not like he's going to be playing on Tuesday on TNT against some of it against somebody next week. Like it's going to take a little while. Um, yeah. I think I could be wrong. Um, but I think if he's able to really get back in his groove, um, you know, put up some stats um, before KD comes back and then KD can come back and sort of be the closer on this team and be like, this might allow KD to like float a little bit, which is scary because yeah. if you have that and he could just come alive in these fourth quarters and kill you. Um, yep. He's going to get a lot of open looks from this probably like Simmons is a great passer. 
And that's not really, I mean, he's, that's, that's, that was Harden's role in this team. And Simmons might be even a better version of that. So yeah. um, defensively, yeah, they're not this offensive juggernaut anymore. Those days are kind of over, but they're probably a more well-rounded team that's not going to be dominated inside as much, which, you know, Miami could do to them and Philly could do to them and um, definitely Milwaukee could do to them. And, yeah. yeah. And maybe, maybe even the Cavs, if you want to go that far. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think, uh, yeah, I think they won the trade and we'll see. They got two first round picks out of it too. Yeah, that they can no, use. I mean, it was a really solid deal. Yeah, that they're going to be able to use potentially to get more assets. So, um, and they're not—they're not afraid to do that. So, um, yeah, I think I think my East hierarchy as of now, I still have Milwaukee first. But um, <laughs> you're so—I don't know—I don't understand this. Can you explain this? Uh, I, Milwaukee just has issues, man. Like that team is so reliant on two guys that aren't going to show up all the time. You know, like Giannis. You, know, is I, you don't think Giannis is showing up all the time? No, but Middleton and Drew, the other two. It, it's not Giannis I'm worried about. It's the other I two. I think I'm Middleton has a pretty good playoff, like, you know, Drew, I can't really say that for him. But like you said, I think you only need two because you have Giannis. Yeah, I hope so, man. I hope so. I, I just don't – I can't like that team. I feel like that team is flawed from the beginning, and they won last year because they got a little lucky against Brooklyn. Um, Your team got I, lucky. I know, man. <laughs> My team definitely got lucky, yeah. But we fixed a lot of our issues this year. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> same team for the last three years now. Right? And we've seen what stops them. So, I, And there are a lot of good teams in the East, right? It's not like – you know, the, the East is just opening up for him. There's so if we get Bucks Heat round three, like everybody wants in the second round, I think the Heat are, are... going to beat him. I'm taking the Heat all the way. I'm a Heat fanatic. <laughs> Last time you Miami. said that, it it, it, it did well it for worked, you. It so. worked, man. I, I am riding. God, I was kind of off the, the Heat too, and now you're you're trying to pull me back in. You're off them just because they're they're not fun to watch. They're not flashy, but they get they're really not. They're terrible to watch, but terrible to watch when they're like the anti Hawks. Yeah, no, they suck. I I do not enjoy watching Miami games most of the time, but they're really good. (laughs) Okay, so rank your top. Let's rank your top five East teams because I'm going to force you to include the Cavs, or you might not have the Cavs in the top five. Nah, you got to have the Cavs. Uh, Brooklyn, uh, Miami, Milwaukee, Philly, and then. Cleveland. I may have Philly like on so Philly, par with Philly Milwaukee fourth. Now. Well, we'll call it three A and three B. Fourth sounds bad. Right, so you're <laughs> off Milwaukee, but you still think they're better than Philly. Yeah, slightly. Okay. Slightly. No bulls that, in that in in this hierarchy. Nah, I still notice because nah. we've we have been saying all year that we don't care. I mean, we've never so. believed in the bulls. Yeah, yeah I don't. I still don't. I don't. Both. <laughs> what? As bad as I feel saying it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I, I feel get, bad just blitz by, the Bulls completely. The Bulls don't have a chance against any of these teams. Except for, like, maybe Cleveland. I mean, <laughs> do they? Like, I think Cleveland can give them some problems uh, with their size. Like, Yeah, but Cleveland's three-point shooting, I'm still not 100% sold on it. But if they The only thing, out, so... 
I don't know if I've fine. shared this with you, but I oh. have the Cavs ten to win. Sounds like 400 a deep dark secret on the division. It's not a secret. So I'm gonna make it public. You have that too? <laughs> yes. Oh no, not me, not me. But oh. one of my good friend, one of my best friends up here, also who actually I think listens to the pod occasionally. He also has them to win the division. So that, that's hilarious. I made it in December. They are like half a game back right now. That's hilarious. Okay. And as long as they win the division, I'll be happy. And if not, maybe I'll get to hedge because they play the Bucks in the last day of the regular season. Oh, so anyway, uh, my top my top five. I guess we should probably should have done top six. I'll do top six because playing um, the six is just going to be Chicago like slotted in there because we have to. Nah, it's going to be the Celtics because they're better. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you laugh, but I, remember uh, one of my predictions was that they were going to have the third best defense in the league, and now look, right. Right. look what's happening. <laughs> coming to fruition um okay i would have i would still have milwaukee first you can drown all you want um no 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 it's okay it's okay <laughs> and then, every time you have milwaukee is one they've lost that's all i'm saying you had them over toronto that one year too the 2019 year yeah are you sure crazy maybe not crazy maybe not. there's no way i fucking love okay, toronto maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> That's true. That's true. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kawhi. I was never. I was literally <laughs> the biggest Kawhi supporter. Uh, no, no, like right, probably right. probably in Texas. <laughs> um, okay. So I'd probably have Milwaukee first, and then second, I would have Brooklyn. Okay. Third, Philly. Fourth, Miami. I'm not. I don't know. I'm kind of off Ooh. Miami. Kind of off Jimmy. That's cold. Is that crazy? Really? That is a little crazy. Why? We probably need to move. I just, uh, I don't know. Like he's been, you know, doing his thing. I think the Bucks like, broke their soul in that sweep. I know it's a different team, but, like. It's a different team, yeah. That, the team last year was just kind of, like, broken to begin with, though. Like, they, they weren't constructed that well, right? You lose Jay Crowder, and they replaced him with, what, like, more Iguodala minutes? Not ideal. God, I missed the um, bubble. Yeah, like I, I don't know that team. Like last year, Dragic didn't play very much, or he's just ineffective. I can't remember which one. Dragic is not good anymore. I yeah. So he's not afraid to not, say. Not, not yeah, not effective. I mean, like and... he's not like uh, I don't. I mean, the, the, to be fair, they bothered Jimmy last year too, but I think Jimmy just didn't have like the support system around him that he has this year too, though. So, I don't know. It's, it's different. When you have to deal with Jimmy and Larry. Definitely a team built for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, anyway, our, your, your Hawks prediction, first in the East, is not going great. But ah, we, were both, we were both high on that team. Okay, let's yeah, talk about the other trades. There's, there was some shit that went down that we should get so to. Much with my team, it's time. Oh, uh, yeah. Your team, killing it. Time. <laughs> um... Pushing for that 10 seed. You're laughing. I don't know why you're laughing. This is a great trade. Um, we. I'll let you talk about this. Pelican, I'm excited. Oh, the Pelicans. This, I mean, I can't. I cannot tell you the last time I watched the Pelicans game. I can't tell you. But um, it can't be we that have. Bad. It's well. That's it weird. was, but now, Yikes. now it was dark, but now I see, uh, <laughs> whatever the expression is. You see the light. I was blind, but now I see. There we go. Um, 
uh, we have acquired CJ McCollum from Portland with Larry Nance, who they kind of just threw in, which I'm very excited yeah. about because that means our our backup bigs are going to be Larry Nance and Jackson Hayes. That's fun. Nice. Um, yeah. So lineup is going to be, I think that we should have McCollum just be our point guard yeah. and start Herb Jones. I'm not against it. Um, and if you're Zion at the four when he comes back, I don't know. We have not heard. I have not heard anything on if, Zion in a long if. time. So I've been worried for a while, and I've talked about. Is it quiet time. good though? And like quiet no, means that not. he's not gotten fatter. <laughs> There's no pictures of him lately, which I'm concerned about. Oh no! Like, I don't know what he's doing. And Mardi Gras coming up, and like that could be a that could be a big consumption weekend for him. Just saying. Um, <laughs> we used we used some of our picks that we got in the Lakers trade, and we we threw them to the Blazers. And I don't know what the hell the Blazers are doing, by the way. Breaking up. It just doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> just, just dying off right now. <laughs> um, we gave up Josh Hart. Fine. I don't really care. I'm not as high on him as other people were. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. That one I am a little sad about because I think he has potential, but his shot selection was so bad for so long, and he just didn't make good decisions. So gave him two years. He didn't prove much. Fine. Let's go get CJ. Let's make a push. Because I think – push for the 10 seed. A push for the 10 seed. That's right. We started 1-12, I'll remind you. Um, okay. And – I'm sorry. I think if the best version of this team with a healthy Zion is better than the Mavs. So that's right. That's a that's a take. <laughs> that, that's a take. Well, I don't know if you saw the trade the Mavs made. That was one of the, the biggest WTF moves I've seen in a long time. And we'll talk I, about I that next, know. probably. But on both sides um, though. Like that that was weird on both sides. Cause like what are yeah. the Wizards gonna do with Chris Tapps? Like, like, I know why know. they took, they probably, they might've, the Mavs might've taken on the worst contract in the league. Berton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, on the shooting man. Um, no, I just think he failed last year in the playoffs. So I kind of <laughs> went down. <laughs> I was very down on him. I'm sorry. I haven't, I, I don't have many good things to say about him, but you know, maybe it's the change of scenery that he needed. Um, you know, it's a little bit more of a low-pressure environment, I guess. And I, I think Portland just got really, really toxic for everybody. Um, I don't know why Dame is kind of sticking around. Um, I don't know why Nurkic stuck around. I thought Nurkic would be the first to just go. Um, well, it seems like Dame is stayed. out for the year, and I am surprised that they didn't trade Nurkic to Dallas. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. I, I really don't understand what that team is doing. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a good little restart for CJ. Um, and... I don't know. I, I just don't see like that bottom of the West is, is tough. And like, uh, you're saying they're as good as Dallas. And like, that's, I don't know. Man. But Zion, I don't even know. I, I, Zion averaged the most points per, per 36 in NBA history last year. Okay. All right. All right. So that's uh, saying. I mean, it, it's possible. It's you got possible. Ingram in there too. You know, <laughs> we've you been saying that for the last like four years. You got Ingram. He's, he's good. He's, I mean, he's like, He's better awesome. than CJ. I mean, yeah, I think enough enough of the Pelicans. It's it's mostly depressing, but this is the little shine of light. I was going to say, I don't even know if you guys are as good as Minnesota. 
So, yeah, that's yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I kind of agree. I like Minnesota. I'm high on Minnesota. I like Edwards. Okay. Um, we need to talk about the Kings and what the hell they're thinking. Um, yeah. they traded a player in Halliburton who was my favorite player in the 2020 draft above Lamelo, and I still think he might be him. your favorite player ever. You talk so much about him. I didn't think about that one. It's probably Jed Wheat, honestly. <laughs> Okay, um, okay. Yeah, has to be a raptor. I mean, yeah, um, you're right, you're right. It can't be a pelican. No, <laughs> never. It used to be Davis, uh, but we saw what happened to him. Um, yeah. Okay, they traded Halliburton, someone who was this one. He, I'm gonna, you're gonna react crazily here, but I think he has the chance to become a Chris Paul type with he is one of the few guys who can just run a team like that okay his assist right. numbers his assist Absolutely. to turnover ratio all of that stuff it's kind no it of is good the, it is really good it's in the chris paul wheelhouse and he was doing it on the freaking kings so now he's on the pacers the pacers really have no direction either um it doesn't get me too excited my reaction was kings what are you doing you were 20 and 35 when you made this trade and now you get Sabonis, who is on a good contract. He's 25. He's not old. But it's not like you're going to be contending. You're still going to be worse than the Pelicans. Yeah. Um, and worse than the Wolves. Definitely. So I don't know. I don't know why you trade Halliburton. I just don't get it. This is, the, this, is, this is the second dumbest thing they've done since they took Bagley over Luka and Trae Young. Yeah. I mean, that one's inexcusable. Uh, this one... Uh, like the way I saw it on Twitter was that it's the choice of oh, they wanted De'Aaron Fox. Fox is the future of that franchise. And I don't fully understand why you would make that choice when, like you said, choice. Halliburton, um, his everything points to him being that floor general that can run a team. And I'm not going to go ahead and make that comparison to Chris Paul just yet. I'll wait a couple of years on that. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's in that mold. Uh, I think that's fair to say. And uh, I just don't see what Fox's like ceiling really is. Like, I, I think he's awful close to a ceiling already. I don't think Sabonis really like unlocks something in Fox. So like, I, I'm just not really seeing where Sabonis is not that kind of player. Him. I mean, no, he's not. Um, Sabonis is a guy that like would be a cool like third piece on a really good contending team, right? But like, I just don't don't see like he's not gonna I, I don't even think they're gonna get into the play-in game um and you gave away healed as well now so it's like it's sort of like a weird like are you trying to win now or like win later like i don't know when they're trying to win i think they're trying um, to win i think they're doing what the pelicans are doing but just in a stupid trying to way like win now yeah um, but like it just doesn't make sense to me because like I, I thought healed is arguably more valuable for them than just getting some bonuses. Cause like, I, I just don't see what Sabonis changes. Heald has been such a big part of that team. Yeah. The past year, couple of years. Like, I mean, I, Heald, uh, the other thing with Sabonis is that, well, A, the Kings traded for a guy who can't even play for them because Justin Holiday is not vaccinated and you can't play at nice. home games. So um, yeah. I don't know if they thought that one through. Another another thing is Sabonis and Rashawn Holmes are totally redundant. 
that's gonna be yeah. the, that's gonna be the weirdest fit for center two centers that we've seen in a while and I think the yeah, best version of this Kings team was kind of this fun fun team that would shoot a bunch of threes played really fast with Halliburton Fox Barnes healed and just kind yeah. of be able to sneak up on you with how many threes they're hitting and their offense. But it wasn't going to be this. like a real half court. Yeah, so you cannot do that. It's a bonus. Sabonis is not going to be yeah. popping out, shooting threes. He's going to be posting up, drawing fouls. It's going to be a weird fit with Fox. I don't think Fox is going to like this. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I w- so either. I mean, clearly they chose, clearly they chose Halliburton over Fox. I mean, the other way around Fox over Halliburton, which, which was the wrong thing to do. Um, I think if you, if you pulled, just like people like us who think they know stuff about the NBA, like yeah. it would be, it would be mostly Halliburton to be the one to keep. I haven't seen one positive take on choosing Fox over Halliburton. Um, yeah, Fox also yeah, Fox also makes the max. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't. I don't see it, man. Uh, he's not. He's not that player, right? He's just not. It's not like he gives you like this incredible defense or something either. Like at the very worst, Halliburton turns into a really, really top two-way guard, right? Like you're not even getting that from Fox. Um, Fox is just kind of one-dimensional guy that I I just don't see where he gets you to, Um, especially in like how loaded the West is. Like I I think they would have been better off just with a hard reset get rid of Fox, get rid of Barnes, get rid of Heald, and then just say, Halliburton's our guy. We're going to build around him. And then, okay, sure, if you want to go get a Sabonis or something, another guy to build around, sure. But, like, I just don't see it, you know. And then Sabonis, to be honest with you, isn't really the guy to build around. Like, Indiana tried it, and it doesn't really work, right? It's just tough. He's not a game-changing player like that. I don't know. I I, I I agree with you in saying that we've kind of seen – we, Fox is kind of what is what he is at this point. Like, I don't see his shooting just drastically becoming better. Like, it, it seems right. Like I'm, I'm looking at the numbers year. right now, man. And like, he's shooting 27% from three this year, 46% from the field. And like, that's ugly. That's really, really ugly numbers. Yeah. Um, he's not going to become, I don't think he's going to become Ja Morant overnight. Um, no. Ja has something be... special that Fox does not. So the Kings and are. We've dur- seen sort of this progression with Morant as well. Right. And like, we never saw that with Fox. Morant, the first time where I really thought that Jaw would be what he's become is in that play in, the first play in game that we ever had where he had like yeah. 41 points. He was actually hitting threes. You could tell how much, how hard he was trying. And they, they, they barely lost to Portland because it was game time in the bubble. But that was the first time when I was like, they definitely have something special here. And we haven't seen that out of Fox. Maybe he hasn't had that opportunity. Ever. Um, but I just, I just don't believe, I, I think, I think Fox is like destined to become, to be on the Knicks in like two years. Like, I, I just don't know that like, don't wish gonna... that upon anybody. <laughs> just saying, I mean, they're going nowhere either. Yeah, talk, talk about it. Disappointment. Uh, okay. Let's do Mavs WTF trade. Um, I thought about this for a while. I have no idea. I have no idea why they would do this. Um, and if, if your answer is, well, they, they want to split that $36 million that um, Porzingis makes into two players, which they did, because they want cap space for what exactly? I don't understand the rationale. I don't know. Um, I don't know. There is, let's, I think, I think to, to say that the Mavs have not been able to attract free agents is putting it lightly. Um, 
we've seen time and time again that they've gone. I mean, they they tried for Kyle Lowry. They tried for tried for DeAndre Jordan back in the day. They tried for LeBron even. Like there there's been countless times where they've they've gone in the cap they've gone to summers with cap space, and they're not a team that drafts well typically. Um, so the picks don't really the prospect of using Luka, like. Yeah, and Luca sort of fell into yes. their lap. Luca was like, so. <laughs> Luca was like, yes, he fell into their lap. They got him because of a trade. Yeah, and Luca was, I mean, at the time, even eighteen-year-old us could tell that Luca was ridiculous. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. it's not like that was like a great, you know. I think Fine. Brunson is yeah. probably their best, the best example of what they've been able to do in the draft coming from a second-round yeah. pick. But um, yeah. now they get Dinwiddie, who has been so bad this year that he can't even crack the rotation on this terrible wizards team. <laughs> yeah. um, and I have a wizards fan. That's like a friend of mine. That's a wizards fan. Mm-hmm. He's complained about him endlessly. Is that, I, I mean, I thought, I thought Tim Woody would kind of be good for them, but it has not happened. And, and they get Bertans who makes 16 million a year. Both of these what? guys are under contract till 2023, 24. Right. It's not like they're expiring. Um, because that was my first reaction. I was like, are these guys on expiring contracts? But I couldn't remember, but they're not. Um, and Porzingis, I guess, clearly him and Luca didn't like each other, no matter what the other reporting was saying. But is it worth it? I mean, you basically... What, what, what the package that they, that they sent to get him initially has turned into Tim Hardaway Jr., who hasn't been good this year. And... Bertans and Dinwiddie. So, I mean, where does that leave you? Yeah, I don't really know what Dinwiddie's role is going to be on this team. Um, he's not really going to be running the second unit because Brunson does that. Um, and I, I don't really know what his fit really looks like beside Luca. It's sort of a weird fit for me. Bertans, at least I can kind of envision him and like, okay, like he's purely a shooter. He's going to be the guy that like Luca kicks out to a lot um and then you're just kind of relying on him to like kind of get his three-point shot back um but like he's like a a negative on defense which i guess you're like trying to yeah big negative and so i I guess you're just kind of hoping that like the rest of the team is able to sort of like prop him up but like it's i don't know I, i think it's asking for a lot i mean kid has surprisingly enough done a pretty good job with that team's defense i think they're still top five in the league i want to say defensively um, I don't know if that's entirely true, but I think they were top five for quite a while. So I, I don't know. I guess you're just kind of hoping that like you're able to kind of keep that defense going with a little bit more shooting, which like Porzingis, you know, we started off kind of slow, but like in recent like games, I think uh, I was talking with our good friend Drew and like, you know, he was saying like he was averaging like I think 22, 11 and three or something like that uh, for the last like 12, 13 games. So, like, he, he picked it up. So, I, I just don't understand the point of getting rid of Porzingis for, like, this deal. Um, no, Porzingis was having a nice I think season. He had a, yeah, like, he had value, I feel like, and, like, more value than Dinwiddie and Bertans. Yeah. Um, it seems like either they're, the Mavs realize that their window is not right now or – they're trying to get someone I think in it is. free agency. Like that's but the thing. I don't like know. Luca's young, but like they're in the West. Good, I think their window is now. But yeah, I think I think they're, I mean get out of the West. If you, I think like 
you should think about this in a way if you're a team that like if you get if you get to the finals anything is possible like just realize just focus right. on getting out of the conference and i think that's how a lot exactly. of places places approach it but um yeah i i just i don't understand this move there's I tried to approach it from all the angles. I think you. I think you're right. I think you could have gotten more for Porzingis if you wanted to trade him. Um, and I don't like. I don't like either of the pieces you got back. You didn't get any picks back either. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Like you want to um, trade Porzingis? Go get Kuzma. Like, all right, that would help. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Trade him for. I mean, even like someone like Nurkic potentially. Like trade him, trade him for someone who can help you now because. I don't think that either of these guys are going to be able to do that. You already have pretty much the best version of a secondary ball handler besides Luca that you can ask for in Brunson. Oh, it's been great this year. And yeah, they may lose him to free agency because he's probably going to get paid this summer. Um, That'll be really interesting. Like Dinwiddie doesn't just like Dinwiddie doesn't replace him. You know? No, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie is more like ISO. Like Dinwiddie is kind of a different player. and, And I think, his his best days are behind him. Um, yeah. Same can be said for Bertans, who really had one one like outlier shooting year that got him that got him that crazy contract. <laughs> and since then, it's kind of been zero on defense and not, yeah. not too much on offense. So I understand this move. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, you're really just relying on on Bertans to, to really hit threes because I think he's the guy like out of those two that I look at more as like adding value to this Dallas team because like. Dallas is shooting down the line is not like there, there just aren't a lot of good shooters on this team. So I, I think that's what they like went out and looked for, but like, again, like you can kind of do better from that aspect too. I feel like, so I don't know. The Mavs also think they're getting Drogic. So that's another ball handler that you're going to have. Um, and <laughs> too many ball handlers. I don't think Drogic is very good anymore. I think he's kind of like, no. like he's, I think Drogic and Abaka are similar in this way, where they're being talked about like these big acquisitions. Where I don't like Abaka is kind of like one every every one every couple of games. He looks like the old Abaka um, from yeah. Toronto, but yeah. it's not like he was doing much in the Clippers, and I don't think he's going to be doing much for the Bucks. Um, I guess the the last team I really wanted to hit before we can go through, uh, I, I guess some of the smaller moves because we've kind of done all the big ones, but um, the Celtics got Derek White from the Spurs for Josh Richardson, two first-round picks, and Romeo really Lankford. I like I the like trade Derek a lot. I think, a lot. I think this, yeah, Celtics are trending up. Um, you would think that you thought maybe this year would be the year that they finally moved Marcus Smart. did not happen. Um, they stood pat. They have just been getting good defenders. They went and got Daniel Tice back from Houston. Um, for Dennis Schroeder, who is not really fitting in with that team, um, right. I think I don't. I don't. They're not a contender because there's just so many good teams at the top of the East. But I think they did get better because of yesterday. And Derek White is someone that we've seen have success in the playoffs against Denver in that first round series a couple of years back. Um, and so uh, I like that for them. Yeah, I mean, he's another option uh, going both ways. I mean, he's not an incredible defender, but he's like a really solid defender. Um, and, yeah, he gives you just another, like, interesting option uh, offensively, sort of like a smart-esque, like, if he gets hot. Like, yeah, Good shooter. Really useful. Yeah, if he's not hot, then he's not. Um, uh, but, yeah, like I think – every Celtics kinda, player. 
<laughs> right, honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think they're coming along. Like they didn't really need Schroeder either. Um, I, I think Tatum as like your primary ball handler is sort of your best way forward if you're the Celtics um, at this point. Uh, and I think in a couple of like recent Celtics games that I've watched, like he's kind of come along a long way. Um, he's kind of stopped doing some of the things that we complained about, I think on our last episode as well. Oh, I think we, um, we complained about, we like laid into him with yeah, like, the Kobe yeah. stuff. All that. Oh yeah. No, but he's been, uh, I think pretty damn good over the last few games. Uh, let me, I'm trying to see if I can pull up like a little stat. Their line. defense has been great. Um, yeah, their defense has been really, really great. Because uh, I think you were saying what they're top three now, is it? No, I said I said my prediction was that they were going to be top three by the end of the season. Okay, right. But well, they're, they're in third right now. I didn't look. So, okay. Yeah, um, just ahead of Phoenix, just behind Cleveland. Um, so not a bad spot to be in if you're around those two teams. Um, and yeah, I think Tatum in his last. Let's see, we can go last, how many games is this? Last 15 games, he's averaging 25, 8, and 5 uh, on 47% shooting, which is not great, but it's not like it's it's trending up. Um, he started the season off so bad that we will take any sort of uptick that we can mm-hmm. get. Oh, he was um, bad. What was the sh- – there was some shooting number that we – or no, that was Michael um, Porter. Never mind. Um, was Michael? <laughs> yeah, there's another guy. It's like yeah. it was like he was like two for twenty one um, on from three. Yeah, that was Michael Porter. That was, that was definitely Michael. <laughs> yeah, I mean Tatum's had a nine for fourteen game from three, a seven for fourteen game from three, um, and he hasn't had. He, he's had a couple like real stinkers, but like I mean, for the most part, he's kind of leveled out a little bit. So. Better numbers across the board. Um, I think the trades do help them, like you said. Uh, it's just like a question of like where are they – they're sort of a weird team as well in the sense of like where is their ceiling? And I think that they think their ceiling is a lot higher than what it actually is because um, you're kind of counting on like Tatum and Brown to be like Giannis and Middleton, I guess, right, essentially, which is like asking for a lot. I think you're kind of counting on them to be the – Kawhi and PG. Kawhi and PG? Okay. Even that's neither of them are are that good. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think we, I already think we sort of saw the peak of this team in the bubble where they took the heat to six, the Mm -hmm. ECF. Um, I don't, I don't know if they're ever going to get back there with how, how much better the East has been. And, you know, Cavs are on the rise. Bulls are on the rise. You know, there, there's teams that have, that have popped up this season that, weren't there before and then you you're going to have the Sixers in there and you're going to have the Nets in there for the next couple of years at least um, so I still like what they did um, I think you're sort of waiting for Tatum to take like the next leap and we'll see when that yeah. happens this stuff is not always that. linear um, so I don't know um, okay do you we have a couple smaller trades that happened um phoenix got aaron holiday for cash huh oh yeah okay i guess like small stuff like that we we like a lot apparently uh tory craig coming back i was pretty hyped about yeah um i'm just working on the margins anyway yeah yeah just showing up uh, little things 
these are guys that are not going to get a lot of, well, Craig is more of like a situational guy uh, in the yeah. playoffs. Um, Aaron holiday is probably going to end up being a situational guy in the playoffs. Um, but we've gotten, yeah, like good contributions from a lot of these like fringe guys. Right. I mean, like obviously pain is the one that sticks out, but I mean, even you look at a guy like Alfred Payton, he's not been bad this year, which like, I think if you'd said that to anybody at the time of the trade, if you'd said that to me at the time of the trade, I would have been like, there, there's no way like that trade is going to get Right. And like, he's been passable, um, especially with pain out now recently. Um, we've had, you know, obviously Biombo, like all our bigs that like, we've kind of just, again, like their kind of fringe ads have been really solid for us. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what like Aaron holiday does. Um, I think he might play a lot more than I, I would think initially. Uh, and then Craig, I think is more of kind of like a save him for the playoffs. Like he's not going to get a ton of playing time in the regular mm-hmm. season. Um, especially like we, we got guys like, like Ish Wayne right now gets playing time occasionally. So it's like, it's, it's a weird sort of uh, hole to try and fill in um, between Crowder, McHale and Cam kind of taking up most of those minutes, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like what we've done. Um, didn't really need to pull the trigger on anything big. I feel like uh, you don't want to risk that because like the team they've got like right now just sort of works and it's like humming along. So like why risk it, you know? So I like it. I mean, what are they like 45 and 10? They're, yeah, they're unbelievable. Like something like that. Like, uh, I might have 11 losses, but they're not even the title favorite right now. Um, yeah, 45 and 10. Yep. I think that's because a lot of people are still going to pick the Warriors should they play in the playoffs. Um, but the way the Warriors look right now, man. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> um, yeah, they've been. Would you be scared good. at all? if you have to play a healthy Lakers team in the 1-8? What is a healthy Lakers team? Like, are we talking like Anthony Davis is shooting, like, in the bubble? Or are we talking like... No, okay, we're talking... Like, no, because I don't think we're ever seeing that again. I'm saying everyone's available. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, like, LeBron I, I'm, is LeBron. I'm scared. But, like, I, I think that, like, I, I'd honestly feel fairly comfortable about being able to handle them. Um, I, I think this, like, we got better right than we were last year because like we're getting contributions from guys that we just weren't getting those kind of contributions from consistently last year um so i I wouldn't like be that worried it just wouldn't be the ideal one eight right like ideally i would want to play like a minnesota or like some like inexperienced team right Mm. so but okay yeah you never want to count out lebron is the problem but like i also don't know if lebron can kind of do like, I don't know if he can drag his team to the finals yeah, like I don't think he, he can. was doing, right? He's just not that same guy anymore. Um, although he's um, pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. The one the one trade that we missed that was sort of significant was Levert to Cleveland. Um, yeah. For Rubio and a couple of first-round picks. Um, I mean, this, this just signals that Cleveland, like, thinks they can make a run this year, which I don't mm-hmm. think is crazy. Um, I do think yeah. that... They're kind of like the Rockets in a sense where you play them on like a, the second night of a back-to-back and they're just going to destroy you because you're not ready for the kind of size that they bring. But in a playoff series, things like that can be kind of sort of keyed in on. Um, yeah. But, you know, Levert is someone – they really needed another guard who can um, sort of create for himself. It's Garland's doing a lot of it by himself right now. Okoro is not that player. Chetty Osman is not that player. Um <laughs> So, it, it, if, they, if they had Sexton, Sexton, I don't think they make this trade. But yeah, yeah, 
No, yeah, definitely not. Or I mean, if Rubio, Rubio wasn't injured. If Rubio is healthy, they had they don't make this trade either. But you're yeah. basically, you know, we've seen two guys and Joe Ingles and Rubio t- tear their ACLs and immediately get traded. So it's a right. it's a cold world out there. Um, world. Anything anything else before we go? Do you think the Suns are taking it? What, taking it all? <laughs> Who's your finals pick? Oh man, who's my finals pick? Uh, my yeah. fun finals pick is Memphis and Miami. Um, my not so fun pick is probably Brooklyn, and uh, I, I think I still go with Golden State uh, out of the West. I still think they are wow. with with a healthy Draymond. Man, that team scares me because um, I <laughs> I jokingly said to my friend that Draymond is a thirty point swing. Um, I don't know if he's quite that, but um, he is a very, very impactful player. He's been out for a while. I'm kind of getting concerned. Yeah. No, they've been really quiet about him, too. I haven't heard, like, anything about him in a month, more than a month. Yeah, Clay <laughs> is kind of floating around, not back to himself. Not back to himself. Um, but, again, I, I mean, mean, you bring Draymond back, and, like, that changes things, man. It does. It does. I think they have they have so many pieces. I'd probably take them over yeah. the Suns too. But yeah, look, they're not giving up 116 points to the Knicks if they have Draymond there. That's all I'm saying, right? Yeah. They won that game yeah. comfortably. They I can't believe they lost. Comfortably. I can't believe they yeah. lost. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. I would probably go. God, you're high on Brooklyn. I like it. Very high. Um, yeah. Well, I'd KD, probably go. Let's be honest. I'm high on KD, not Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. I'm high on KD as well. But I'm not so high because I I still would take Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee and Golden State. Okay. I like it. That could be a fun what are, the, what are the flaws that Milwaukee has in your – There's just Florida? not – like a little bit. But like, yeah, we Again, did. like I've said, like, yeah, they got two guys that may not show up, and their half-court offense is better, but it's still not – like it, it just doesn't compare to some of these – well, it doesn't compare to Brooklyn. Right is like what I'm saying. So I just don't know. Okay. Before we go, let's talk about some playoff matchups in the East because this is shaping up to be ridiculous. So, um, okay. Right now, the 1-8 would be Heat Nets. So <laughs> there you go. Um, Brilliant. 2-7 yeah. Bulls Celtics. I think that would be interesting. 3-6 Cavs Raptors. The Raptors creeping up um, lately. They yeah. won eight in a row. Um, oh, yeah. I don't think anyone good. wants to see that. I don't think anyone wants to see that team. Um, Did they end up making any trades? No, right? They traded Drogic. That's it. Yeah. Like, I, I know there was a lot of noise about maybe Siakam. Um, well, I mean, but I don't no. think anything. Well, yeah, not no, they traded. They got yeah, Thad Young. And Eubanks. Yeah. Um, I like Eubanks. I think they waved Eubanks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You like Ubix? Yeah. Interesting. I, I did like Ubanks. And the few Spurs okay. games that I watched. <laughs> Ubanks is like uh what's the guy on Gonzaga right now? Timmy. Oh, um reminds you of Timmy. Timmy. A little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not He's too familiar tough, with though. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with Drew Eubanks. Um yeah, the East no, is shaping is. up to be wild. Um Right, the one four second round Bucks Heat matchup that we might get is going to be yeah. must watch, um, to say the least. Brooklyn Bucks again, possibly. I hope. I hope how it shakes up is we get is we get Bucks Heat and Brooklyn Philly. Yes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yes, because 
then we then we could have the chance for the Brooklyn seven games Milwaukee of part Brooklyn three. and well, I was just gonna say seven games of Brooklyn Philadelphia would like satisfy me. Like that's that's all oh, I need yeah. from the playoffs. Yeah. 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 If we get that the- plus Bucks nuts, like that's just too much. Hopefully the Hawks <laughs> the Hawks that. could sneak into the playoffs here and cause some trouble for him. Hawks Bulls first round they win amazing. Um, okay, fun. west to the west. Right now, as it stands, we have Suns Clippers. I think the Clippers are kind of trending down. Um, yeah. would, you would you would think that the Lakers are going to get that spot, maybe yeah, the Wolves. Yeah. Um, I hope Wolves Wolves Warriors. That's a fun one. Um, Grizzlies Nuggets. Interesting. Yeah, seems like seems like Murray and Porter are coming back. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't. Yeah. What is, what is coming the back source the, for this? The quote was, they're coming back in the not-so-distant future, which could mean anything. Okay. But it sounds like this season, <laughs> I, I feel like Well, Murray's Murray was like, supposed to come back this season. Yeah, Murray's right. more likely than yeah. Porter. And I don't, I don't mean, yeah. I don't even know how much they need Porter with the way he was playing before, but... They um, could use Murray. But again, like, is Murray going to be like a clay situation? Because it's not not good, right? Not as effective. I got to say, this Porzingis trade has made me feel a lot worse about my Mavs to the Western Conference Finals prediction because I was really liking that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. And they're gonna, they still might beat the Jazz in the first round, which will be hilarious. Um, I think they will. If the Jazz lose to the Mavs, what happens? They just blow it up? All blow of, it like, up. Yes, all of it. Donovan to the Heat? All of it. I would like that very much for Lowry. <laughs> like who, who would they give that? What? I don't know. Hero? Like, like yeah. Really weird trade. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, God, you can finally get my else. dream of putting Gobert on the Raptors. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. The lineup would be Van Vliet, <laughs> um, Gary Trent, Ananobi, Siakam, and Gobert. Siakam. Good luck scoring. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. I know. I hope I'm I, really now I want happens. Utah to lose. Yeah, I want to see. That I mean, happen. I want Utah to lose. I, you know, I, I've done a way on eighty on Utah. I, I I used to root for yeah. them because I love Mitchell so much. Now I'm just like, like who's I don't like care. on that team? <laughs> well, Mitchell is. I I think, uh, but I oh, Ingles was super likable to me, and now that he's gone, oh, yeah, the soul has just kind of been taken out, <laughs> shattered of the squad. So. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's rough. That team kind of is waiting to blow up now. Um, okay, so or are they going to like that second round exit phase that like Portland got into? I guess. Oh, we should we should do an O. We should do R.I.P. Portland. Um, yeah. The era. They had over. some good times. Yeah. That's some conference good finals. Good run. Fun conference, conference finals. finals. They got swept, but that's okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> beat beat the Nuggets in seven. Yep, one um, of the most fun series I've seen. Beat the injured Clippers teams, lost to the Warriors, I think, four or five times. Um, it felt like every year, not going to lie. It really did. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a rocket situation. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, you just – two guards didn't work as good as they were. Yep. Sad. Turns out defense <laughs> does win championships. Um, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it is a little bit. Um, so Dame, so Dame time, good times. Dame time, great times. That might Dame time might not be over. Wow. It might just be in another city, but oh, oh. might just be that in hurts. Madison Square Madison Square Garden. But 
Dame and Dame for Obi Toppin and Randall. Call it <laughs> in. Um, uh, that'll work. So since since the Suns are in the West, are in the West, you now yes. have to adopt a team that you're rooting for to get out of the East. And I'm going to assume it's Brooklyn, but or nah, Miami. it's Miami. Miami, okay. always Miami. Yeah, I so mean Cleveland is Miami. my adopted East team, but yeah, Cleveland's definitely my team. But yeah, um, or the Bucks. No. What? Oh, it's actually the Raptors. What am I thinking? Yeah. What are you talking um, about? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. There's so many good ones. There's so many good options now. It wasn't like this two yeah, years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. God, I have one more thing. What was your say. question? What were you going to ask? If, oh, if the Suns would you played, be worried if the if the Suns can if the Suns played the Heat in the finals? What would I be worried about? Your team losing. Oh, um, eh, yeah, a little bit, but I I think we're the only team that I'm really scared of facing is like Brooklyn and like Milwaukee. Everyone else, I'm like, I I think we're we'll be okay. Like Philly. Oh, Brooklyn so Milwaukee's fatally flawed, but you're scared of them. Yeah, I mean, like. You know, it's still scary even with the fatal flaw. <laughs> I don't know okay, why. Giannis know why ran everyone... through us, yeah. and, like, we still don't really have an answer except for, like, foul him. There is no answer. That's the same thing exactly. with KD. There's no answer. They're the only two exactly. guys in the league that you could say that about. And that's scary. Except for Jokic. There's no answer for Jokic either. Um, who is? We, we, found, oh, we found our answer. Yeah, I gave you Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right well happy trade deadline um all-star break is almost here we're like 60 percent through the season so keep keep chugging keep chugging along this is a fun stretch now hopefully the hawks can make a run because otherwise (laughs) uh all right